I keep a lot of your jokes in, actually. Because they're not (laughs) X-rated. Well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Matt and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to everybody. And welcome to another flowery episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink some whiskey. We drink some tequila. We educate. And we libate. All right. My name is Matt. I am the uncertified whiskey hunter. And with me, as always, my agave amigo, Drew. How are you today? I'm excited for this one. This is going to be nice. I am excited, too. I've been looking forward to this one ever since you introduced me to this tequila. I had an idea of what I wanted to bring. But we're going to we're going to get flowery today. We're going to get a one little is, This one has a little floral note, doesn't yeah. it? Maybe yeah. vegetal. Maybe maybe minty. Yeah. We've been sipping on it a little we, bit. We have. <laughs> we have, have a little inside track on this one. All right. So, let's get to it. I brought the Four Roses Small Batch Select. And what did you bring? Excellent. And so, I brought back to the show. Yes. The Calle 23 Criollo, which you may remember from the High Proof episode. Which episode was that? 23? Sounds right. We don't even know anymore. Should we be prepared for this? Jesus. We've, we, we've dropped quite a few shows. And even since we've re- since meeting together and recording, we've dropped quite a few shows. Yeah, this it's has been, been a minute since we've actually recorded. Yeah. yeah. But shout out to... Mike Morales, once again, oh my gosh. the last two episodes were phenomenal. So good. You were so good. You cut, you made We talked those. about everything <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. The conversation, like true tequila geekdom, right? right? It went around in circles. And he even sent me a message. He's like, you did a lot of good cutting to make that sound linear. I mean, it was just kind of like a fireside chat. We got into all these topics and then yeah. we, would, we would tangent and break off and he would circle back around. But you made it seem like it was topical for a, a subject and then we would change the subject. So it had flow. It had a, right, you know. Right, right. Well, as we were listening back, we realized this one is for the tequila geeks. Like, you have to be all Definitely. the way down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That was not a discussion for the newbie <laughs> at no, all. No. But, you know what? I hope newbies take the time to listen to those two. Yeah, because sure. you'll, get more, you'll get more tequila education from <laughs> an hour and a half with Mike Morales than you will in a year and a oh, half with us. Yeah. Crash Course. <laughs> yes. Episode 1 and 2. Oh my gosh. Definitely. It was awesome. Yeah. So if you are new, welcome. Thanks for <laughs> popping in. If you have been with us for the entire time, also thank you. Yes. For, thank you for your patience. For, <laughs> for hanging out with us for all this time and we hope that you got a lot out of those two episodes. Speaking of 
episodes, we actually have more comments on the what iTunes. We have reviews? We have reviews. Yes. I haven't even looked. How do I get to them? I think you just, well. On oh, I got it. I got it. I'm here. Apple. Okay. And <laughs> thank you. Yes, I you, will go to Apple. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I will read one. Okay, go you ahead. You can read one. Yeah. All right. So this one is from MB underscore Napier. Five stars. The guys are creative in their whiskey and tequila pairings and always have a lot of fun with it. Their tasting notes are excellent. Feels like I'm right there with them. Awesome. Thank you, MB. And MB, I think we know who you are. I think we know who yeah. that is. Yeah, there's there's some good clues there. And then you want me to read the next one? Yeah, go ahead. So this one is Tequila Lover Here by Hurtad 2 exclamation point. Right. Pretty sure I know who that is, too. Again, we, yeah. Yeah. And um, if that is who I think it is, they have an incredible home bar. And if you've never seen it, you need to. <laughs> anyway, says, I love this podcast. Enjoyable to listen to. Love to listen to your notes as I'm learning how to express what I'm tasting and the aromas. More tequila content, please. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we got to give the fans what they want. That's right. That's right. And like we talked about in... The uh, the last two shows. This this is a tasting show. This is a tasting so show. We are going to get back to the roots. Yes, we're going to get back to the roots. We are going to taste this whiskey and this tequila. We're going to dive into it, talk a little bit about it, but we're going to really just sit back, taste these, and enjoy these. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Even though this is a tasting show, we would be wasting the resource. That is your gigantic melon full of whiskey knowledge. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little lowdown on this Four Roses? All right. Remind us what it is. Yeah, so this is the Four Roses Small Batch Select. And Four Roses by itself is the... It's a great bourbon for someone wanting to geek out. Okay. Because it gives... It offers a lot. It offers a rabbit hole all in itself. Just on the tag here. <laughs> Just on the tag. Yeah. And the fact that they have all these recipes, the fact that they, you know, they have a very unique approach to making bourbon. So all right. Get basically, into it. Yeah. you know, I brought this because first and foremost, it is a high rye bourbon. Ooh, and I know you like. I love them. I'm a big fan of them. Mm -hmm. I know that it offers that sweet and that spicy more so than just a high rye bourbon. This is actually made from blends from up to 10 recipes. This and one is. Not this one. Oh, oh, oh. Four Roses in general. Four Roses in general. Roses in gotcha. General. I'm okay, kind of so starting, oh, okay, I'm starting at the We're ground level the beginning. here. All right. We're working up to this bottle. <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they have two mash bills. One is uh, 35% rye, and the other one is kind of their lower mash, lower rye mash bill. It's 20%. Now, in my opinion... Even 20 is plenty high. Sure. You know, when you consider like a Heaven Hill or uh, some of the other ones, Jim Beam, you know, 10, 12%. I got you. Relatively low. What's the corn then? So the corn is 65 on the high rye. Okay. Sorry, 60. 60, 35, 5 for the B mash bill. And then 75, 25. For the E mash bill. 
Okay. And you're saying B and E. Yeah. And this these codes start to mean something, I which know, we've right. already so you were already explaining to me earlier. It starts to allude to these letters that they have. They okay. have all these letters and people can get overwhelmed pretty fast. And I don't want to confuse anybody too much, but there is always an O in the beginning. And that just okay. means it's four rows of distillery. And there's always an S for the third letter. And that just means it's a straight whiskey. Okay. It's those other letters. It's the second letter and the fourth letter that will tell you a little bit about what is in each recipe. So the B, gotcha. the B and the E are the mash bill. Are the mash bills. Okay. Right? Always the second letter is going to be either B or E for that 35 or 20 percent rye mash bill. Okay. And then the other five uh, letters for the fourth letter is V, O, K, Q, and F. Okay. Those are the yeasts that they use. They use five different proprietary yeast strains. I got you. They got a yeast guy, huh? They, they yeah. have a yeast guy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go do that no, again. No, <laughs> Vice president of yeast. <laughs> I was so excited about you that. Were... Oh, so, man. All right. So basically, you know, each one has a, some subtle different characteristics. You know, the V can be kind of fruit. Okay. Flavorful. Um, the K can have kind of a slight spice. The O is thought to be more rich fruit. The Q is floral. Okay. And the F is herbal. Awesome. Now, you can get single barrel store picks of one recipe. So like an O-E-S-K or an O-B-S-O. And those are going to be uh, the people that are big, huge fans of Four Roses, mm-hmm. they will seek out to almost have like the entire collection. So they, you know, they'll try right. to have all ten bottles. And okay. just recently, at the liquor stores, even around here, Four Roses uh, started selling. I think it's one hundred milliliter bottles. Of every oh. single recipe. I don't know if you saw those boxes. At the liquor I've store. I've seen them like, at Costco. Yeah. So that's that's the entire recipe. And I, I think get it. I think it, they're all at like 104 or maybe 100 proof, something like that. Okay. So that allows you to kind of taste each and individual. So that's individual, got 10 little bottles in it. 10 little bottles. Oh, I was looking. The, I, they, they didn't yeah. package it very well in the big box store because I saw that. <laughs> And I passed it by. Yeah. And now it's suddenly more interesting to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, sometimes around the holidays too. Okay. Like a a bottle of Jack Daniels will be the, it'll just be like the regular Jack and it'll have like two rocks glasses in there. And people will buy those as like gifts or whatever. Right, right, right. But it's just a bottle of Jack, just a bottle of Jack Daniels. Like I, you know, and I personally don't need the glasses. I'm I'm good on glassware. Right. (laughs) I don't need another bottle of just, Regular Jack yes, Daniels. Or you probably could have saved money and gotten nicer glasses somewhere else. <laughs> right, right. So getting back to the recipes here. So okay. we have 10 recipes that they pull from. This bottle, the Small Batch Select, pulls from six particular recipes. It pulls from the OBSV, mm-hmm. the OBSK, mm-hmm. the OBSF, Okay. And then the E versions of those also. So the OESV, the OESK, and the OESF. Gotcha. So by utilizing all of the V, K, and F 
yeasts, both the low rye and the high rye. You have six whiskeys that are blended to come up with this. To come up with that yeah. one small batch. This small batch select. select. Yeah. Cool. And people can get a little confused because they do have another bottle called small batch. But not select. But not select. Gotcha. That label is more beige or a brighter yellow color. This one is a black background on okay. the on the sticker, the label. And it's a little bit more expensive. This one will run you 60 59 or 60 whereas the regular small batch probably 30 40 oh okay you know, and then their their regular what is it just called their regular bourbon just their regular four rows of bourbon mm-hmm. more in like a traditional tall bottle that's all 10 recipes they will put all 10 into that one and they'll sell it at 80 proof and it's intended to be kind of a mixer. It's a bottom shelfer usually, like it's twenty bucks. You wow! Know, but it'll be all ten, and then each one of these will have different blends, different makeups of all those mash bills, right? This one here has six of those mash bills, and honestly, the V, the K, and the F, some of my favorites because of the fruit. The herbal qualities, the spice qualities, just all, all right. those things. It's that, the things you that, know, you, that really yeah, uh, push yeah. your buttons, right? <laughs> it is. It really is. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Is that... I think that's a thorough geek out. Right. I'm sure you have more. <laughs> I'm sure I could talk more, but I don't want to... I don't want to get it, make it too confusing. Well, because I already cut half of whatever it, you said. Whatever anybody hears, you only heard <laughs> half of what was said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, right. I say we taste this yeah, thing. Let's, let's get in here. Oh, I guess we have to smell it first, yeah, don't we? Yeah. All right. I'm just ready to taste so, it. I don't know. I know. It's been sitting here for a little while, thankfully. And at 104 proof, it's been able to open up. Yep. Yep. It's it's richer now. It's dark and yeah. some nice rich toffee notes. You need to this is one of those where we've talked about this before. Pour it in the glass. Go finish whatever you were doing. Yes. Like, this is your little reward for finishing your chores or whatever, right? Right. So, like, before you're done edging the backyard, (laughs) pour this. Fold half your laundry, pour this, go back and finish. Yes, exactly. And then treat yourself. Yeah. Now, I get a ton of floral notes with Four Roses bourbons. I just really like the flowery herbally kind of characteristics that I'm sure is what, you know, it's the, it's the yeast, right? It's where mm-hmm. it's coming from. It's flowery and it's spicy. I can smell the rye. It, it definitely has a rye spice. So it's it like has the a, sweet and savory. Right. And you know it's going to be hot. You know it's going to be spicy. But there's a nice, oh, there's a nice rich, sweet, like a dark toffee kind of. Yeah. I'm r- ready. Ready? All right. Cheers. Cheers. I got a lot of K on that one. <laughs> Spice? No, I don't even know what K is. K is the slight spice, and I will say that. Okay, then it, I did get a K out. on that one. Yeah. But I like, there's a journey here. Like, obviously, you're punched with the 104 proof right away. The, the heat comes on right yeah, away. But it's not sitting hot. No, a little not, hot in your mouth. Yeah. Gives you a little hug. It's going down nice and, yeah, yeah, it's warming my esophagus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
But there's, but it starts off with like sweet and spicy, but then it it kind of travels into this herbal or floral note that kind of comes in in the back end. Mm-hmm. But then it just finishes like mouth watering and sweet. Yeah. yeah, the floral is a dark floral. Yes, I know that you are not a connoisseur of of flower petals as I am, <laughs> but it. Per the name, it's more like a rose. Yeah. Like a real deep, rich floral scent versus yeah, no, a carnation, I'm, like I'm, really bright and I'm with in you. your face. I'm with you. you. Know? And and does the packaging and the labeling kind of throw that, like the dark black, the black Maybe. cap and the black yeah. label? Like, does it give you the darkness? The color on it is is incredible, right? The color, yeah. Mean, we never talk but, about the color. This is one of the things I think I kind of cut out the uh, the scolding Mike Morales gave us for not talking about the color. <laughs> yeah, we kind of skip step one and, you know, take away the visual. Uh, We're just yeah. about nosing and tasting, I no, think. I mean, this <laughs> it's it's it goes for it's beyond it's syrupy. Yeah, it's beyond dark. like a dark copper, almost uh, almost brown. You know, I yeah. would call it a brown. No, this is like real maple syrup. Not right. quite not quite as thick, but you know, real maple syrup is a little thinner anyway. Yeah. This is like really truly like tapped a tree, mm-hmm. boiled it yourself, North Woods, grade B, and amber it, syrup. And it just coats the glass. It does. It just it's it amazing. Does. Should we do this again? Absolutely. All right, so for me, that second sip, it started off kind of fruity, yep, like peaches, but then it definitely still had spice. The darker notes came out later in the palate, but that first initial blast beyond the the alcohol kick mm-hmm. was was like peaches, a really nice fruit. When you eat peaches, do you eat them plain or do you put cinnamon on them? You know, my mom spoiled me for peaches because she would slide, cut, chop them up in like a big bowl just like a little bit of water and a little bit of sugar in the bowl and then like the next day we would like put that on like cereal or oatmeal yeah, or yeah. whatever oh i can't really eat them any other way right like that's right you know but i've never had cinnamon on a peach okay because i was thinking peaches but i was thinking peaches the way i eat them which is with a good bit of cinnamon on them. Okay. And the same kind of thing. I'll get the canned or jarred peaches that have been, you know, she was basically making a simple syrup, sure. right? Yeah, and, right. And breaking right. those things down. Right. Same kind of thing. But it made me think of peaches because of the cinnamon. Did now, you get like did a you grill, cinnamon? Did you grill the peaches with the cinnamon or did you just eat them raw? No, no, no. With... No, no. It's not necessarily raw. Have you never had like a canned peach or a peach in a jar? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You never have because your mom... Ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> well, peach season was always like at the end of the year, and there were these orchards down by where we lived. Okay, and we had access to fresh peaches. But yeah. I've, was I've, it by the course, car wash? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've had peaches in a can. I love okay. peaches in a can. Peaches in the can. Yeah, I drain all the syrup. Yeah, I even rinse them off. Okay, because I don't want any of that shit on there. Right. But then you got the peaches, those sliced. Yeah, you know, the one eighth of a peach. Yeah, they and then almost I put, artificially looking orange in color. Kinda, yeah. But then I sprinkle cinnamon, not sugar, just, just cinnamon, cinnamon on them. Okay, 
I'll have and to, I eat them that way. Have you never had that? I'll have that? to try that. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm going to blow your mind. I'll have you to try You know what that. you're going to do tonight when you go home and try those peaches? You're going to crack that bottle again. <laughs> sounds like, yeah, it's that, that sounds good. good. But that was the like the rye savory reminded me more of cinnamon. Okay. And then I was thinking peaches too, but I was thinking of them yeah. coated with cinnamon. Dude, I'm, I'm in. It's amazing. That's good. I've got peaches here and cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> so this... I was looking. This is about six or seven years old. Okay. So that's why we're getting that nice, dark, rich yeah. color. And, yeah. And I think you get a little bit of oak, but I'm not blasted by oak here. This is not like a 10 or a 12-year bourbon. I wouldn't even say it stands out. Yeah. I would not say the oak is there. It's not prominent No, at no, all. no, no. I think it just kind of contributes to the richness of it. Sure. The, the dark. You get those dark toffee notes in a, in a slightly older bourbon. But yeah. I, I think it's phenomenal. Cool. I think it's for sixty bucks. This is you know all day. And I liked bringing this to this show because as we're going to transition here, yeah, yours is not that easy to find. So if you're out there listening no. and you want to sip with us on these, you'll have no problem finding the small batch select in the store. Right. But good luck finding the Calle Twenty Three Criollo. Right. It's out there, but it's more prevalent now in the secondary market. Right. And I'm not buying it there. <laughs> I was lucky to buy it from a local restaurant that sells bottles once in a while. Right. This was the one, if you recall, I this is the first one I broke my rule. My rule was I'm never going to spend more than 100 because there's so much good stuff underneath $100. Sure. This was 105 <laughs> Just over that line. And it was painful. It was painful. <laughs> For me to do that, especially for a Blanco. Right. Then I tasted it. Oh, I'm so glad. Worth it. Yeah. I'm so glad you broke that line. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you are looking like liquor stores that have it, you're not going to find it at like the big box liquor stores sure. across the country. It's going to be a smaller liquor store that has one. Right. Or they might have it behind the shelf. They could have it like in the lock. Maybe, but they're know. pricing it appropriately. Yeah. Right. It's no longer MSRP. It is now 200 250 I saw one listed the other day. I don't think it'll sell, but I saw one listed for like close to 300 Yeah. Because they have it and they... Because they yeah. have it and they yeah. can and they're just going to wait. Yeah. What, you know, what sure. do they care? Yeah. Someone might Yeah. just come in and have that kind of money. It's not to... that big of a bottle. Yeah. Right? It's not costing them that much <laughs> no. rent to sit there and wait for some sucker to pay no. 300 Yeah. I'm at the point now where spending that much money, I'm realizing that it's really not, it's never worth that much. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I think this is this is worth every penny of 105, as we're going to yes. get into it here. Yes. But 300? Nah. To pay that much for something I'm going to consume and then throw away eventually? I just wait for her to have her next kid. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, and what I'm talking about is if you go back and you listen to... Our High Proof Blanco episode. We talked a little bit about where this came from. So Calle 23, the master distiller, is Sophie Decobec. French-born, hopped around the globe, landed in Mexico at some point. She created Calle 23. It's a great brand. This bottle is amazing. This was to celebrate the birth of her child. The Criollo, I, we didn't know this back when we were recording it the first time. 
the Criollo is like a little strain of the Blue Weber Agave. It's typically a little bit smaller. Kind of like a sister breed or something like well, that. It's I don't like, even want to call it a sister breed because, I mean, it's still Blue Weber Agave. Still I don't officially but blue. It's, they tend to be, it's the smaller plants and it's more of a nickname than an actual, you know, botanical okay. classification. Okay. One of those rare times where we get to have a little extra proof on our yeah. Blancos. Yeah. So this one is 49.3, 98.6 proof. All right. Stands up a little bit to your four roses. Yeah. What's that one again? 104. Oh, my gosh. We're pretty close here. This is going to be excellent come time for the quick sips. If you say so. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> oh. So, you know, we're a tasting show. I'm yeah. not sitting here trying to geek out. And you, you can get in behind the science of Four Roses. What do I know about this? What I know about this is what I learned from Doug Price's <laughs> you know, but it, interview with Sophie. But it is regular blue agave. It is regular blue agave. Along with this Criollo. So what I think it is, is I think the Criollo is, is like kind of like a runt blue agave. Yeah. And it tends to be smaller and sweeter, and they call it Criollo. So they grabbed all the runt agaves. And I'm calling it runt, kind of off the top of my head. I don't know that that would... Right. When you say small, my mind goes young, but these are not young no. agave. No, no. They're just smaller by the nature of of their... Right, right. So they're kind of called Criollo Blue Agave, incredibly sweet, and they stay small even at full maturity. Okay. Much like the Four Roses is a blend of... Different mash bills and makeups. This is a blend of two two distinct types of blue, blue agave. agave. Sure. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Trying to con- make a connection here. Make right. A, yeah. Right. Totally unplanned. <laughs> as most of our connections are. Uh, if anybody wants to listen to the Agave Social Club, uh, Doug Price did a great job interviewing Sophie. It was the May 4th, 2022 episode We've referred to it before. You should listen to that because we're not going to talk about the story. We're going to taste this thing. We're going to taste this. First, get it on the nose here. I guess we should look at it too <laughs> before before Mike jumps through the interwebs here and chokes us out. Look at how the it just sticks to the side of that glass. Long, slow legs. Yep. Mm. What are you getting on the nose? Enough of that. So Smell it. <laughs> you know, when we first cracked this tonight... It was vegetal, but mm-hmm. that seems to have mellowed out. There's still a tiny bit of vegetal there. It's starting to get more of that herbal and a little bit of mint. And I guess I guess mint is still vegetal. Would you call? I I would. Yeah, but it's call different. Mint when, more when herbal. I think when I think of vegetal, I'm thinking of like greens. Yeah. I'm grass and hay and it, green and, yeah and like even like green peppers like there can yeah. be a sweetness to it but yeah. it's that it's that distinct green scent you know one thing that we weren't mentioning at the beginning was all of the agave yeah and man i'm getting that now yep yeah it's coming out more pronounced now oh should we get a little taste yeah salute did you get the agave still i got the agave it started off with a really sweet, delicate, almost perfumey kind of note. Okay. Then alcohol punch kind of came in. 
and I'll let you know that it's, mm-hmm. you know, what, 98, you said, 98 and something? Yeah, is it 98.6? That, yep. That became very prevalent, very obvious sure. <laughs> around sure. around mid-palate, right? Yep. And then it rolled into like like some fresh herbs and even some like dried herb. Long finish. Very long finish. I think so too. I'm going to go a little bit different. I got what I thought was a nice peppery alcohol burn right from the beginning. Okay. Strong agave flavor, peppery burn. Then it went a little more floral, a little more minty, maybe some citrus. Okay. And then that tingly pepper burn at the very end again. Yes. So I felt like it was more bookended. Yeah. I I like that peppery, tingly Mm -hmm. at the very finish. Yeah. I can get on with that. Let's try that Let's again. Let's try it again, yeah. Second sip. The word delicate, it just comes out. It's all... Yeah. Like, this is not for... You got a bunch of buddies over, and you're going to just sip some tequila and have a good time and relax. This requires a quiet room. Yes. <laughs> it requires people that respect and admire and want to know more, want to go down this rabbit hole, right. want to experience something that's a little different, but definitely special. This So a little callback. I know we keep mentioning Mike Morales. This is a bottle to find your zen. There you go. This is the bottle you're going to really concentrate on, clear your mind of all else. <laughs> right? Right. I mean... I love it. Yeah. That's, that's what it requires. It's almost a departure from a lot of other Blancos sure. that we've had. Sure. Like, it has enough DNA that I still know I'm tasting a Blanco tequila, but I think it has enough departure where you could say, you know, let's try these two or three Blancos, and then yeah. let me let me give you a taste of this yeah. and just be like, wow, look at that departure. Look right. how, how separate that is. Do you wonder if this being in honor of the firstborn child also brought out the intent of the maker? Like, do you think this brings in all the magical things in tequila that we were talking about in episode 30 and 31 with Mike? Yeah, it's, it's a special bottle. It really is. It's time to... Quick what? sip. I think so. When you hear the high porn, ladies and gentlemen, you know it's time for our little addition to the spirits world, the quick sip. And that is when we take a small sip of the whiskey. We will then quickly go to the Riedel tequila glass, Mm -hmm. take a quick nose, take a quick sip, and see what does the Four Roses small batch select bring out in the Calle 23 Criollo. No waiting, no resting, no rinsing, no cleansing. (laughs) Ready? Cheers. Cheers. That was bueno. (laughs) See, I liked that a lot. Muy bueno. That was, okay, so for me, when I first sipped the tequila, it it kind of felt watery after the the thickness of this bourbon. This mm-hmm. is a really syrupy bourbon. Yeah. However, the proof stood up. I got a really nice punch of like green and herbal. 
I did too. Flavors that yeah. I really enjoyed. Actually, the finish reminded me of like a caramelly reposado. Oh, because some of the caramel came back from yeah. the bourbon, and so I had this caramel and agave kind of thing that made me think, "Ooh, I'm tasting like a yeah, a nice reposado." Sure, but that was really nice. So you know, on a hot summer day, you pour ice water, or maybe it's even a cocktail full of ice, and when you sip it, it's almost as if the liquid dances in your mouth. It's right. really light. It's really bright. Even if it's just plain tap water, yeah. for whatever reason, that's what that tasted like. So I wasn't thinking thin. I was just thinking really light. Okay. Really bright. And I don't want to say yeah. light as if it wasn't there. No, no, no. Just I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Ton of vegetal. I don't know that I got the same reposado finish, but it was this like just glorious cooked agave that stayed all the way through with a little mint, a little sweetness, a little vegetal. Mm. It was like just a really long evolving finish and still like a little peppery on my tongue. Yeah. Even now, like, yeah. there's just this little yeah. lingering. And it could just be the proof. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are two hot ones. Yeah. We, we had the fan on earlier before we hit record, trying to, right. we turned the AC on. Right. Because it's, we are no longer in the summer of Blanco, but by gosh, the fall has been warm. It's yes. It's been a warm fall yes. well, so we, far. We, you know, I feel like we ended summer nicely with the just great tequila geek out with Mike Morales. Yeah. Tequila aficionado. We just released this old school Herradura. Mm, yeah. With the Jack Daniels, which we had no idea when we were recording it, but we found out <laughs> later that, like, this is the original Reposado. Yeah, right. It was originally Blanco aged in Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels barrels. Yeah. And it was Hanadura who made it. <laughs> who knew? We stumble across this organically. Right. That's a good end of summer. Yeah. But we can still enjoy a Blanco even as the leaves oh. start to turn. You and I can enjoy a Blanco all year long, right. baby. Yeah. Right. And at least in the Chicagoland area, it's been like 85, <laughs> 90 degrees. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're, we're, we're due for this. Yeah. You know, I want to mention here, I'm just going to jump in in the middle of these quick sips that I just... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Always on the trigger. Calle uh, 23 Criollo, Gnome 1433. 49.3%, 98.6 proof. I always like to just geek out on the production methods because okay. they're always a little bit different. So this is the Altos region, single estate. We already know the Criollo is just a smaller, I'm calling it a runt agave, I don't know, mixed with maybe your more traditional big, gigantic right. pina, right? Deep well water, uh, fermented in stainless steel tanks, open air, Fermented without fibers, like to mention that, stainless okay. pot with copper coil. I feel like that's kind of the standard Yeah. for our for our small batch, sure. or for our craft-made tequila. Right. Roller mill crushing, autoclave, low-pressure autoclave cooking. Okay. Remember the autoclave is kind of like a, a pressure cooker. It's like your right. Instapot on your kitchen counter. Right. Or... Like grandma's pressure cooker. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you trap in all of the heat and all of the steam. It creates some pressure. It cooks it a little bit faster. Right. Still a natural process, I believe. And then this one is rested in stainless steel. 
Okay. Sometimes they get a little resting in stainless steel. Sometimes they get a little resting in glass. There's been some special releases like the G4. Right? Yeah. Maybe it's fermented in wood or rested in wood, and right. then it's bottled, rested in stainless steel, and that is my little right. production method geek out. All right. Beautiful. And I, I wonder if, I'm curious again, is she blending the agaves back in the fermentation portion? Or is she making is she making a criollo yeah. and a oh my regular blue agave blanco yeah. and then blending them? Each process is so unique and so, so wonderful. Sophie actually messaged me on Instagram and said that she's a huge fan of the show. She'll be on anytime. All right. Um, and she'll bring Carlos. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, all bullshit. None of these people <laughs> listen. Are we ready to go the yeah, other way? Let's go the other way. So this time we are going to start with the Calle 23 Criollo. No waiting, no resting, no rinsing, no cleansing. Straight into the... Four Roses Small Batch Select. Ready? Salud. Salud. I got something really interesting there. Okay. You want me to share or you want to start? Well, for me, it kind of deadened the bourbon. Okay. I, I noticed that you went in for a second sip. I did. But it must have been to try and see if you can get it again. Okay. Because I felt like the tequila just kept carrying on through. And I got like a little bit of caramel, a little bit of pepper spice, but not a lot. It fell flat, to be honest. I don't know if I didn't maybe sip enough. Because I got to be honest, I took a nice healthy sip of that tequila. <laughs> right? The tequila needs, <laughs> it requires a healthy sip of the tequila. I mean, for sure. It it needs, I know I I love it, so I'm gonna love on it. You know, mm-hmm. it it carried through all the way with the, the herbal notes and the floral notes, and I just wish I would have gotten a little more whiskey out of the second half. Okay, now tell me what it what so was your speaking of deadened flavors, that makes perfect sense. The tequila was thicker this mm-hmm. time. I'm with you on there. I think the cooked agave just keeps shining through. Right. I feel like we don't mention that enough. And on this one, I'm forced to. Yeah. Like, I just can't just be like, oh, every tequila has agave. Let's talk about everything else. No. The cooked agave shines through. Nice little bit of... Do you, you like it when I do that voice, don't you? <laughs> it's... That voice needs a name. We're going to name that character. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what that character is. That's kind of like self-deprecation, Drew. Right? The agave shines through, and I think it was even more pronounced now after we've gone back and forth a couple of times. Okay. It was a, sat a little heavier. It wasn't dancing in my mouth. It was kind of sitting. It was, you know, letting me know about it. Yeah, it, it dominated the palate. Yeah. I mean, it, it took over. Right. For a delicate, what I yes. consider to be a delicate tequila. Yes. It, it kind of filled up your whole sinus cavity, yeah. right? With just all kinds of gorgeous right. flavor. Like a tiny little gymnast. Walking out on the on this huge mat, and then pulling off some kind of shit that you go, oh my god, what was that? Right? You like that came out of that little tiny little like <laughs> like they're flipping like forty times in the air, yeah. and you're like you're sitting right. there going, oh that that yeah. was that was amazing. That this was could be you know. the Simone Biles of tequila. I, I would be down with that. I'd be down with that. All right. What was the note? What did you get? So it could just be it's October. Okay. Maybe I'm just thinking about Thanksgiving. But that tasted buttery and brown sugary up front. 
Okay. Almost like if you're going to cook up like the little, you know, sweet potato casserole. Oh, okay. All right. And you've got a whole stick of butter, two cups of brown sugar, and just a like a quarter cup of beam. <laughs> which then, you know, yeah. a quarter cup for the potatoes. Yeah. Cup and a half in my glass. <laughs> you know. A little bit for the potatoes, a little bit for daddy. Right, yeah. right. It's that old line. Like sometimes I, you know, sometimes I cook with wine. Or I love to cook with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food. <laughs> so it it was giving me that brown sugar, butter, okay. bourbon flavor. And then when what you're calling kind of a deadened flavor, I'm going to call baked sweet potato. Okay. Like it's not this it's not super sweet. But you actually got the baked sweet potato along with yeah. the butter and the brown. But maybe because that's what I'm associating, just All like right. I associated peaches with that cinnamon flavor. Yeah. Sure. Am I associating Sure. I you know, sliced up sweet potato. You've got me convinced. I'm going in again. I got a little Ooh. more left in my glass. I'm going I'm gonna Are try we doing this again. Well, I'm doing tequila whiskey. Tequila whiskey to again. try to get that. I'm 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 in. Absolutely. All right. Mm. You son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I, it's, <laughs> I love, I love drinking with you because I can come up with things that you didn't know and you come up with things that I didn't get, but you if, had me at drinking, but, <laughs> but I got, I got like the burnt edge. Oh, the sweet potato, like casserole kind of a yeah, deal. Yeah, okay. No marshmallow, just no, 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 the no. no marshmallow, sweet no pineapple with the butter and the brown sugar, and that kind of charred, caramelized, Ooh. chunky, chewy yeah. part on the edge of right. the casserole pan. Yeah, that was nice. Oh wow, that was good. You know what, man? I I like to put it in your head. <laughs> it was that. I mean, that was great. I'm so glad I did it on a second try because yeah. for me, the first, I think maybe I took too big of a sip of tequila, to be honest. Uh, the is first there such t- a thing with this tequila? <laughs> I don't think so. I took a nice big sip yeah. the first Although you've got a lot more around. in your glass than I do. And I feel like I poured them pretty <laughs> equally, didn't I? I Yeah, I don't know. Or, I've been, yeah, I don't I know. I don't I'm, feel like I've been cheating myself for sure. It's good. Maybe it's I'm good. just savoring it. Okay, so sometimes we pick a winner. The clear winner, I think, is whiskey to tequila. Yeah. However, we found a little magic the other way. Yeah. A little something that I was not getting out of that whiskey beforehand. Right. And perfect example of why we don't just do this once. We yeah. sit back and forth because the only way you're going to capture something unique, something new, is by kind of going back and forth, right? Sometimes when you and I are talking, we'll do like tequila, tequila, whiskey, whiskey, or, you know, we'll go back and forth where we're sipping each other, not each other's glasses, but we're sipping each other's spirits to kind of see what can come out of those things. And Right. Assuming we don't intertwine our arms. (laughs) That would, if if we're gonna make a new photo art for the podcast, that, that would could that be would it. be it. That, that could that, be it. Yes, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> shout out. What do you want to see as our cover art? What would you want? 
And uh, yeah, I'm oh. not taking my shirt off, by the way. But um, mm. yeah, that uh, that was. I mean, that was excellent. I'm so it's, glad yeah. I brought this bottle. Oh, this yeah, these are two good bottles. Question. Yeah. Are we at the point where we wouldn't drink these without each other? Without each, with, with these two bottles, I mean. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, clearly, sure. I'm not cracking this for anybody else. <laughs> you know what's? You know, you know what? There's nothing worse than you try to give somebody a nice sip and show them an experience, and before you even look up to give them a little salute or a cheers or whatever, they they shoot it, and I'm like, mm, what are you doing? <sighs> I, we were gonna have a thing. <laughs> I I think the only thing worse than that is. Pouring something that's really nice, really mm-hmm. expensive, mm-hmm. and then your buddy goes, "Oh, rah, 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 ah, ah. oh I know who you're talking about because he has a very specific palate. I know who you're talking about, and if he's listening, he's laughing right now because he knows who he is too." <laughs> So I've I've learned to kind of bring out the right bottles for the right yeah. partner, the right yeah. guest, the right friend. Right. Because I'm not pouring this for anybody else. No, but I mean, but to answer your question, to get back to yeah. re- reel it back in, reel it back, reel it back in. in. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if necessarily this is the like only bottle, but I would tell you what I like to do is bring some different things to keep. Throwing at this Criollo All right. to see what other magic we can come out because the there's four a roses solid half a bottle here. Yeah, so you know a little two ounce quick sip. We could do a number of <laughs> fuck. All right, <laughs> fucking put that thing away. We, I mean, we've got yeah, no, we've got another. I mean, that's not even that's not even halfway. Right. Yeah, that I, might be like seventeen thirty seconds left in that bottle, and. Maybe something more on the delicate side mm-hmm. to kind of match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe something a little bit lighter. Yeah, I've got some ideas right. that I'd like to see what we can pair with that. Because that that's, I mean, how many shows can a, we put this? I mean, we put the fucking Herradura 92 into like nine shows. Could we <laughs> at least do Criollo in three? I think we could. Well, I, I meant more about you and I just sipping together. Yeah, whether, but if it's show worthy, not, it if we find it, the knockout, we got to put it in there. If it's show worthy, it's show worthy. Yeah, absolutely. That's a show. That's a t-shirt right there. Show worthy. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. You know what? If we ever get t-shirts, yeah, I'm gonna put it out there right now. I think we're gonna send these first three people. We're pretty sure we know who two of them are. Yeah. We're confirmed yeah. on one. Yeah, we're gonna send them a t-shirt. Sure, absolutely. I mean. Do you want to get on that T-shirt list? <laughs> Put in a review. I don't know where we'll cut hey, off the T-shirt. There you go. It will probably line off, line up with whatever the price cutoff is <laughs> on a T-shirt. <laughs> but but your, you know, odds, your odds are only going to go up if you put in a review. In fact, that's the only way. <laughs> Your odds will go up. Is to put in a review, you might get a T-shirt. But definitely these three, getting a T-shirt. Absolutely. If, if we, we ever... T-shirt. Create a T-shirt that's spelled correctly. <laughs> spelled correctly, yes, right. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> what else? Anything else on this? Final thoughts. You know, I think that the Four Roses is on the shelf all the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think for sixty bucks, I think it is a fantastic sipping whiskey. I don't know if I would make a cocktail out of it, but if, even if you're 
friends mm. did. Yeah. It's you at not 60 gonna, bucks not it's not break the bank right, to right. do that, you yeah. know. But it's not heartbreaking. Right. Yeah. Neat on the rocks with a cocktail. I think it's a great bottle to have on your shelf if you don't have a high rye bourbon. Yeah. Start there. Let's that would start be a great there place. and then go That'd branch be a great out from place there. to yeah. start. And for the Criollo, like we said, uh, good luck. You know, if you got Just, one, great. Yeah. If you can find one, awesome. If if get the to asking, a tequila bar and maybe you know what? If it's not forty think, bucks for a pour, you know. You know what? I think actually a, a high end tequila bar worth its salt is not going to be gouging you on this. Keep in mind, this was a higher MSRP bottle. Right, but they didn't pay two hundred for it. They no. only paid no whatever the one hundred five, no. one twenty range. I think that like, this is something that you might find for twenty dollars or less a shot, even in yeah, even in a semi major. I mean, when you're in Manhattan, you know, yeah. everything's <laughs> good, twenty bucks. Good, good luck. So this is going to be crazy. But walking in the door, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you could probably find this for a reasonable price at a high end tequila bar. And get a good taste of it. Yeah. And while you're there, grab a Four Roses. There you go. There you Sip go. Sip them together. Make it a happy Friday. <laughs> Make it a happy Friday. All right. And with that, my friend, time to close it out. I think we'll close it out. All right. We want to thank all of you. We want to ask you to like and follow and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. We will read it. Win a t-shirt. <laughs> and win a t-shirt. We... Want to thank Joby for the music. Once again, check out Forsha Creek for all of your outdoor and hunting podcast needs. We ask that you drink responsibly. If you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Oh, we appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. Come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show. That was a solid cling. Oh, that would man when I when I see the bar, it's got that good low end. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like I can just see you know. I've been looking at this enough. <laughs> you can tell a sexy cling from a dud.